baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. One person is dead, seven injured after a lightning strike on the sand down the shore in Berkeley Township. New York lawmakers may meet to renew the state's eviction ban, which is set to expire today, but landlords are pushing back. A million people still without power around Louisiana. Tulane College freshman from Long Island making her way home tells us about the hurricane striking. In sports, the Yankees have now lost three in a row. They lost the Angels last night, 8-7. to seven. I predict the Mets will be on their best behavior today for their <laughs> doubleheader with the Marlins. Uh, pre-game show, 1230 on WCBS. Thanks for listening on this Tuesday morning. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Lots of sunshine around today. Tomorrow, the flash flood watch is up. The latest on the remnants of Ida coming our way for tomorrow. Craig Allen will be joining us. I'm Paul Murdane. I'm Linda Lopez. Good morning. A 19-year-old lifeguard on the Jersey Shore was killed by a lightning strike yesterday afternoon. WCBS's Sean Adams is in South Seaside Park now and joins us live. I can tell you this morning a gentle breeze is washing over this uh, place. It's called White Sands Beach here in South Seaside Park. It is a peaceful place, and that stands in stark contrast to the violent weather that claimed a life here yesterday afternoon. Lightning hit the beach and killed a 19-year-old lifeguard. Seven other people injured, including three lifeguards. The community is simply devastated. Now, by the nature of their work, saving lives. Lifeguards are revered and admired and usually they have a lot of friends in the community. Governor Murphy has expressed his condolences. This morning the lifeguard chair is resting on its side. There are flowers, a Bible, and a bandana. There will be no swimming here through Thursday as the community mourns. Live in South Seaside Park, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 80. Thank you, Sean. New York's long-standing ban on evictions during the pandemic is expiring today, but lawmakers appear ready to reconvene and renew it for several more months. WCBS's Steve Burns. It would be a rare special session to deal with an extraordinary problem. Sources tell WCBS lawmakers will be cutting their summer vacation short, returning to Albany this week to address the state's ban on evictions that expires today. The new plan calls for an extension into January 2022. State Senator Liz Kruger says the ban can't be allowed to sunset just yet. It would potentially put at risk several million people of losing their homes, which is incomprehensible to imagine how we deal with that. New York State is also trying to pick up the pace getting rent relief money out the door following the program's problem-plagued rollout. It's just going to take us more time to address the giant backlog of people who need help. The new ban would have to look a little different from its previous iteration after parts of it were struck down by the Supreme Court. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. A Long Island College freshman in New Orleans is talking about her experience in Hurricane Ida and how much worse the storm this week was compared 
And how much worse the storm was this week compared to Sandy back in 2012. Our Sophia Hall has the story. It was 90 miles per hour. You just look outside, it looks like a tornado, like picking everything up. From her dorm on the third floor of her building at Tulane University, 18-year-old freshman Chloe Tyree tells me she does not remember Sandy being this scary. Basically, there was like an explosion that happened in the middle of campus, which was really crazy. I thought it was a tree falling like near me, so I was running like away. But it was just this huge explosion, like a power line on campus and there's been like water leaks through the roof people had to move into like the lunchroom well, like someone knocked on my door this morning is your is there water leaking through your roof and I'm like no thank gosh uh, that would have been terrible Tyree moved from Laurel Hollow to Tulane just a few weeks ago and wishes she left before the storm 90 miles per hour it was so scary like I just woke up the morning of and I literally looked outside and I was like I need to get out of here like this is I wish I left because this is so bad on Long Island Sophia Hall WCBS News Radio 880 in St. Tammany Parish police are investigating reports that a 71 year old man who ventured from his home near a wildlife refuge was killed by an alligator that washed up in his yard it's not all bad news though the owners of New York Pizza in New Orleans knew they could light their gas ovens at least yesterday so they were open for lunch in powerless New Orleans yesterday along with another restaurant Buku Eats and another place with the endearing name of Mofo World Central Kitchen the disaster food operation that's run by the chef Jose Andres was cooking pasta in New Orleans yesterday in their truck out on the street. For Always first, amazed at how for quickly first responders. World Central Kitchen moves into the hurricane. They jumped areas. right into it, right? Didn't even have to ask them. And the recovery continues. Stay with us here on WCBS. Craig Allen with the latest on the wet weather coming up. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Craig Allen is here with our weather forecast with Sunny, the word, at least for today, Craig. At least partially, right. We do have uh, some sunshine, which will give way to clouds during the afternoon hours, and then temperatures will be in the mid-80s this afternoon. Flash flood watch goes into effect for the entire region for Wednesday into Thursday. The rain developing continuing into Wednesday night, torrential at times. And it will also become gusty along the coast, so it's more of a wind-driven rain if you're near the coast. And the high of 70 to 75 degrees, it goes into Thursday before it finally tapers down during the afternoon at a high near 75. On average, I would think a 2 to 4 inch rainfall and more. I mean, we could be talking about on re-amounts. That was in the 6 to 9, 6 to 10 inch range. 73, 75 right now. Humidity 78% and a northerly breeze at 3. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. And a sad anniversary to mark today. It was 24 years ago today, August 31st, 1997, that the world lost Princess Diana. Trying to avoid a horde of paparazzi, a Mercedes carrying Princess Diana and her companion, Dodi Fayed, crashed in a Paris tunnel. They and their driver were killed. CBS News correspondent Adam Rafiel had official word of Diana's death from London. The British government has now confirmed the death of the Princess of Wales in a horrific car crash in Paris, where she was traveling with her companion of recent days, Dodi El Fayed, the heir to the Harrods department store fortune. British Prime Minister Tony Blair interrupted a weekend break away from London to join his nation in sorrow. We are today a nation in Britain in a state of shock, in grief. I think we all had the same reaction. We had all recalled hearing the news that, oh, there was a car accident. And then came that shocking development that she had been killed in that crash, what, 24 years ago today? In 1997. 
It's the morning news roundup, and the MTA has plans to expedite its training process for train operators as a way to combat its massive staffing shortage, which has been leading to subway delays, as we all know. Here's Christy Kalishan. What's normally an eight-month training process for MTA train operators will now be shaved down a month. This according to the publication The City. New hires will now be moving out-of-service trains into rail yard terminals in a shorter amount of time. Still, thousands of MTA workers are unvaccinated, just a few days ahead of Labor Day when it's mandated that they all get vaccinated. This shortened training period announcement for operators comes just ahead of when ridership is expected to increase in September. Christy Kalishian, WCBS News Radio 880. Tuesday morning, and it's the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. I'm Paul Bernane. I'm Linda Lopez. Your three things to know. One, New York's ban on evictions during the pandemic is set to expire today. State lawmakers are looking to extend it, but some landlords are threatening to sue. Number two, President Biden is expected to address the nation later today now that the final American soldier has departed Afghanistan, ending America's longest war after two decades. And three, in today's segment from our series, Rising from the Ashes, we look at 9-11 in the prism of teaching history. Our Mac Rosenberg reports. Before there was teaching about 9-11, there was teaching on 9-11. We just started teaching. It was, you know, it was 9-11. We started four or five days early, so I really didn't even know them yet. Ron Gross was teaching eighth grade in the William Floyd School District on Long Island. And in the early days and months and years, There was no history to teach because everyone was living it. Gross remembers one student in his class that day. She's quietly crying, and I I just spoke to her, and I said, are you okay? Everything all right? She goes, my dad's a fireman. And I went, in New York City? And she said, yeah. I said, he's okay? No, he's okay, but but he has to be there. He he can't leave. And it was just, it's just like, boom. It just landed you right in the heart, right in the middle of a class. You know, your student's father is in ground zero right now. Perhaps the biggest question when it comes to teachers and 9-11 is what shouldn't be talked about. For Gross, he likes to avoid the anti-Islamic movement and showing scenes of people trapped in the towers. In recent years, that original idea of asking students to talk about their own 9-11 experiences ran into a problem. All of those sharing experiences that we had disappeared all of a sudden. And it was right then and there where I said, okay, now I've got to actually create a curriculum based upon the fact that I've got students in front of me that have zero recollection whatsoever. So what would be in the new curriculum? Domestic terrorism. We've talked about international terrorism um, and and security and and safety and all of that. And then we kind of culminated up into into 9-11. With the trip to the 9-11 memorial. Mac Rosenberg, WCBS News Radio 880. And you can find all of our Rising from the Ashes stories and our 9-11 coverage on WCBS880.com slash Never Forget. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 